Hey guys, it's the Lone Wolf here, and I'm back with a new episode about me talking about random stuff for no apparent reason. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about Carmen San Diego because I like this show. This is finally getting a conclusion, and I hope Netflix does not disappoint me. All will be discussed in due time. Anyways, um, so you know how I said last week how I was gonna do this with Alsena because we're geek twins and, you know, she loves this show, I love this show, I was figuring out whether or not to do a debate on her on certain characters and whatever, and she didn't bother and wanted to show up when I asked her to record this episode with me, even though I thought, hey, I thought this would be a fun and dumb idea that no one would care on the internet because I'm not famous enough. And then she was like, and if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But she was like, nah, see you later, sucker. I got better things to do. And I'm like, so thank you for letting me having a meltdown two days in a row. I'll say now that that's greatly appreciated. Um, how I am emotionally, I have no idea anymore. I am, if I'm really going to be honest, I can't trust myself to do having a conversation anymore because these things happen. I tell them, hey, let's do it on a specific date and a specific time. They mutually said I agreed to it. So I'm in my head thinking I need to make sacrifices now. I show up to the recording session. No, I don't show up. I start off the recording session, and then I wait about two hours straight until I can find someone. Hey, I need to talk. So, you know, it's hard and very painfully tedious, but it's hard. Okay, because I discussed this before, and I will say this again because I don't think people heard it the first time. It's hard to do HAC. It's hard because the level of commitment is low. Um, no one, uh, half the time I'm rejected, half the time I'm declined, half the time no one wants to bother doing it with me, or better yet, they ghost me. I don't know I don't, if I'm using that term correctly, I really don't know. But the point is, people just leave me hanging. And people said to me, hey, do more HAC, do more having conversations make more episodes of yourself talking to people. The problem with that is it's hard to get people, especially right now with quarantine, with COVID, people are either one, going off for jobs, focusing on school, getting their grades up, and, you know, other stuff that they would rather be interested in than to sit down with me remotely and you know do HAC with me and I'm like no one wants to bother being on here like that's my mindset for like most of it either they're gonna do it or they're not and I'm like they don't have the time to talk a little talk to little old me because they have better interests than talking to a person you haven't heard from in a very long time so with that said um this is going to be another lonely episode of just me ranting about stuff for no apparent reason. If I get mad, I blame, if I'm really going to be honest here, I really blame Alsana for my mood. Um, I do have the right to be mad at her. I'm trying hard very not to, but based on how she's been responding to me lately, I feel like, yo, what's going on? We need to talk. Um, if Alsana is listening to this right now, I hope either one, we get this resolved or two, you're still gonna leave me hanging. I don't know the case anymore, but with that being said, and my little rant aside, let's talk about Carmen San Diego. Because I wanna talk about it. Um, for people who have no idea what the heck I'm talking about, the Carmen San Diego 2019 reboot. That's right, I said a reboot. Because originally it came from the 1994 show, you know, starting starring Rita Moreno and all that fun stuff and all of that and you know it originated with her uh you know people were like hey it's been a while it's been a while since we've seen the red thief can we see more of her netflix said yes and now we have the 2019 reboot and i'm like when i heard the news about it i'm like i was super happy because not only 
I was familiar with Karma Tadakokus. Thank you, Kubo. I was like, this looks way better than the 1994 version. I will say that the animation style that Chromoscope um, Studios has done for the show is absolutely brilliant. Better than what they use in 1994, in my opinion, but you know, it's 1994. So, although there was Disney. Anyway, the point is, Carmen San Diego. And my thoughts from season one and season three point half. I don't know. Season three was very weird, and I will get into that. But overall, the story itself, I love it. Um, I like the fact there is actually a journey with Carmen. Normally, in other iterations of Carmen, we just see her as a an antagonist or villain or, you know, just an opposing force. But this time, Carmen San Diego is the new protagonist. Well, is the protagonist now, and you know we get to see you know her journey in trying to find her family, her actual family, her biological family. We know for a fact in season two, her dad used to be a vile operative before he, you know he, because of babies and family and all that, he changes his mind and was like, I'm gonna stop stealing for the sake of my daughter. Because I don't want my daughter to grow up as a thief. Ha, <laughs> look at how that turned out. And then, you know, it was killed by Acme's chief, whatever. Uh, with that said, um, yeah, spoilers, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's like, what, 17, 25 episodes in total? You can easily finish that up in a 12-hour run if you wanted to. You know that Netflix loves doing things short. With that being said, let's just talk about season three, or as I like to call it, season 2.5. Actually, is that right? Is that right? No, season 3.5. Yeah, that's right. Because Netflix, on October 1st, a whole year since season. Exactly, exactly. An entire year has passed, and we only got five episodes. Now, people would be saying, blame COVID, blame COVID, blame, blame COVID, blame COVID-19 for the lack of production in season three. Here's the thing, though. They spent, and I counted, because I think like that, they spent nine months during season one and season two. Three extra months. And they had, like, what, eight episodes? And then season 3.5, we end up getting five. It just baffles me. It really, really does baffle me. Either, yes, again, COVID. The number one reason of this is COVID. Um, I hope that the crew, cast, everybody who worked on the show is safe. Or not. I don't know who's listening to my episodes. And I don't think Netflix is down to listen to a person who just really loves cartoons i don't think netflix would be down for that i mean don't get me wrong i've seen some of netflix's cartoons before some of them i'm just like i feel meh like i just feel meh about it not not to disregard in any of them but for me i'm just like what the heck am i watching so with that said i am like mm, i'm not sure if i should be upset or not, because I was, don't get me, I was, at first, disappointed, instinct reaction, I was like, why, oh, why, Netflix, are you giving us five episodes, why, oh, why is this happening, and then the back of my brain was like, you know, COVID exists, we don't know who has COVID, COVID, so with that said, I'm like, I understand why there were five episodes am i a little bit salty about it yes yes i am because i am just like five episodes really 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 still no conclusion really i thought season three was gonna be the last season with a conclusion but no i'm waiting on january 15th which is funny enough coming out in two days so you know i will hopefully be like about it but yeah, season four, I don't know, part four. I'm just going to call it part four because Netflix just loves that. Splitting up their seasons into two and, you know, 
But without said, I am like, you know, this is this is really weird. This is really weird. Um, season three in general, even though it was short, and I was able to binge watch it in three hours, which I found that disappointing because I realized I had nothing else better to do with my time. Because I was able to blitz through it, and I was like, mm. not to mention they left things on a standard cliffhanger. Um, actual spoilers for season three starts now, so if you don't want to listen to me, or you do anyway, I really don't care. But, you know, Netflix is available to people who can afford it, or, you know, other streaming services. But, yeah, so season three spoilers are starting right now. Uh, okay, first of all, the first episode in general, I was like, pretty, pretty good start. Well, first of all, the trailer, I, well, first of all, season three trailer, when I found out that Dante Busco was going to be on it, I'm like, stop mentioning Zuko. Like, Dante Busco is no, is not, I mean, don't get me wrong, Zuko is a very prominent character in Avatar that I can totally respect in my own high, high regard, but you know, like, you know he's more known for that, right? 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 Like, I think he voiced Mako in Legend of Korra, no, the Korra series, and funny enough, that was a paid tribute to Uncle Iroh's other voice actor before he died and all that, but, um, the start of episode one of season three, my mind was like, yep, we're doing this all over again, which is fine, and kind of typical if you think about it, and I'm like, okay, and that was pretty much it, uh, my brain is kind of phasey right now, so just give me a minute to, you know, be myself for a while, um, that's not what I want, Netflix. But yeah, so apparently in season three, we catch up with Carmen. We found out that, oh, um, her mom might be in Mexico because Veracruz, Mexico, because this show just loves using code names into geography, which is a brilliant tactic. I'm not going to lie, but I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Anyway, so they go to Veracruz, Mexico, and, you know, they thought that this... Um, Luchadora, which I know I'm pronouncing wrong. Please don't add me for pronunciation. The last thing I need are complaints. And frankly, I'm not in the mental state to deal with them right now. So with that said, please leave me alone. But yeah, they go to Mexico. They found out. They thought they found Carmen's mom. They didn't. And to make it up for it, they go to a, I believe, wrestling match. I don't know. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then, you know, things with Acme and Vile. Turns out Vile ended up being relocated to what Scotland and their medieval castles and whatever. And I'm like, this is creepy, man. And and all that. So, yeah, and I think Acme things were just going. I mean, Chase Devonell, I actually like him in this part. This part three, however I want to call it, because he actually has redeeming qualities in this season. The last two seasons, I just found him upper good. And I'm like, why is he still here? He he, he either one supports comedy, comedic relief or nothing. And Zack and Ivy, to the writers, ah, no, I don't want to get, I don't want to get copyrighted. I don't want to get copyrighted. Oh, it was playing Becoming Carmen Sandiego. Part one, lol. But the point is, um, yeah, so Acme and Vile, they had things going on. And, you know, with Carmen's, you know, uh, announcement, I want to say, that she's not going to work with Acme. You know, Acme will do whatever they can to, like, get rid of Carmen Sandiego because that's just how it is. And I'm like, this show is weird with a bunch of, a, with a bunch of assumptions and whatever. And I'm like, uh, okay, okay. It's fine, whatever, but yeah. Mexico. They went to Veracruz, Mexico, you know, got their away. Luchadora fight. And I'm like, cool, next episode. We find out that 
Um, how do I? Um, so yeah, so Mexico didn't work out, and then, um, well, they're still in Mexico, but you know, since they had like nothing else better to do, they were like, let's just hang out there, and since like Vile isn't doing anything about it, I guess in a way, let's just chill out in Mexico and celebrate Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. Please don't at me. And, you know, since it just had to premiere in the month of October, um, you know, um, that holiday is really prominent in Mexico. And I'm like, no, yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's the it's October. The season is just perfect. And, you know, they celebrate, you know, the Day of the Dead. And I'm going to say that because I can't do the Spanish pronunciation. My accent is no bueno. So, with that said... And, you know, um, Carmen finds this girl who's been stealing paintings. And, you know, she was about to get recruited by Vile. But, you know, that person said, no. I think her name was Sophia. I could be wrong. But I wouldn't be surprised if she actually becomes prominent in the live-action movie. I hope not. I don't We don't have confirmation whether or not the live-action movie is canon to this reboot. I wouldn't want to believe so, but I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix was like, nah, because live action movies have a reputation of being bad. And honestly, I'm like, stick to animated movies. They're better. They're just a hundred times better. Like, it makes sense. Anyway, um, but yeah, Day of the Dead, what else happens? Day of the Dead happens, and I'm like, cool. Feature protagonist? We don't know. But we don't really hear from them then, because as soon as when they left Mexico, they go to Louisiana. Because Louisiana is just Halloween central. I don't know. Um, one thing I do want to point out, Louisiana, New Orleans. So that's more specific. But I do really like in from episode three to five, they do mention masks like a lot which you know that correlates with current events right now <clears throat> COVID thank you very much for ruining my life and I'm I'm glad they you know noticed what everything was going on and decided they decided to make use of it so I'm really glad about the writers how they decided to write masks in Carmen San Diego in episode three, we get the Halloween episode. And now I was going to talk to Alcena and she, I would al- allow her 20 minutes of her geeking out over Professor Maelstrom's costume because he is creepy as a clown. Like, I am like, this is so creepy. It makes sense, but it's creepy and all that. But, you know, overall, the Halloween episode, I liked it. Um, You know, sometimes treasure is something that's very personal to you and you know sometimes it's not worth billions and billions of fortunes and all that so i'm glad they touched up on that subject but in terms of that the haunted bayou caper that episode was good i liked the how i still liked they kind of covered some i'm glad they covered halloween because knowing the fact that for one thing this was released in october so I'm 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 surprised the coincidence is actually mixed out. Um, next episode, the masks of Venice Caper. They went to Venice, Italy. They found out there were going to be expensive masks, and I think this episode, for me, was very prominent. Um, in the fact like oh, uh, Shadow Sun is finally amending with his brother after a long time because if everybody knows um his brother his older brother Hideo he you know he was a good student followed the ways of the samurai Shadow san um did it he followed the ways of the ninja stealing and you know using dark arts jutsu however they want to call it i haven't seen naruto don't at me and but that's a you know i'm glad that they are finally they didn't really cut t- they made they made amends and i'm happy for them because you know like there was this like this looming guilt 
or whatever between them and that caused awkward tension which i didn't mind but i'm really happy to see them together and you know with the um with shadow sun's older brother accepting his ways how he's using ninja tactics in the way of a samurai does that make sense i don't know when i first watched it it did make sense to me and um yeah so episode five was the finale and i say that quote unquote oh yeah i forgot to mention this so they had a new member for vile because with, with shadow sun technically betraying vile there were four and you can't make votes when you have four people because it's always tied because you know we need majority rules so they have this new agent roundabout he's a british double agent and i'm like oh goodness me Oh, goodness me. Oh, goodness me. And don't get me wrong. He did end up succeeding for like four-fifths of the show before episode five. And then, you know, episode five was a banger. How they were able to expose Roundabout and how, like, Carmen was just leading her group. I loved it. Like, everything from what I saw, I'm like, yeah, Carmen, Carmen will get it. Carmen had Carmen is going to get what she wants and like you know to stop Vile from stealing the crown the the crown jewels you know with um you know the crown with a bunch of jewels on it and I'm like this as much as I hate hated the fact that this had to be within five episodes I'm glad they ended it on that note I'm glad it was like a really showstopper finale that way you don't it doesn't feel like oh it ended on five episodes even though it did but it felt like it didn't and it felt like an actual season finale because you know with round they exposed the roundabout which i'm like finally and you know we'll see how it goes from there um as previously mentioned before chase devino did had development he became more like julia in terms of you know questioning carmen san diego's moment uh motives which i'm like fine no, Lee, finally, he is not someone that I can hate on now. Because over for the past two seasons, I hated Chase Devino to an infuriating amount uh, due to the fact that he was just an imbecile and he acted like when he didn't act professional, he just acted like, I don't know, a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that said, I liked Chase Devino's development. Um, I liked the fact that he's finally able to see Carmen's motives and you know questions her and all of that like you you can see things in a gray light because you know with police you have to see things as a right or wrong and you know how that always turns out i'm not gonna say any more on that but yeah team vile vile was lame <laughs> uh for the soul even with roundabout for one thing their agents are lame um for like i feel like the with vile now they were in it to where like when you give them vile carmen san diego doesn't really have a chance against them no they don't have a get they don't have a chance against carmen san diego is what i'm trying to say and you know with kick fight what was it fly trap and spin kick yeah those names are lame by the way I think that's just, like, I'm not sure about symbolism, but it's saying, like, oh, Vile isn't really trying as hard as they, you know, used to be, you know, with names like Tigress and Crackle and, you know, El Popo and El Chev. Is that, is, is that it? I don't, I really don't know. Um, speaking of Crackle, the last scene, I am, like, Things are gonna go bad. Because you see Chief and you see Acme and they look at Crackle or Graham. Because they're like that. And since though since him, since he loves talking to Carmen so much, you know, Acme is like he might work for Vile. Let's ask him about it. What they don't know is that his memory has been wiped out from, you know, Dr. Sarabellum and whatever. And I'm like, things are going to go bad. Because at the end of the day, this show is based on misunderstandings. And that's it. 
stealing and then misunderstandings and I'm like, this is gonna cause conflict and this is- I can already sense that it was going bad and I'm like, oh, acne. I really do hate you now, I'm not gonna lie. And you know, knowing the fact that the chief killed Carmen's dad, I'm like, Bravo, Acme. You have failed. You have failed yourself for me. I don't find you redeemable anymore. But you know, I am going to watch it. We're the sake of watching it. And season four, my hopes is more player interaction. We see in the season four trailer that, uh, for one thing, player finally lives a normal life and we can actually see his full profile because he's always hiding around a desk in a computer. So, whoo! And I hope that we finally get to see, uh, I don't want to say Carmen's and Player's first case, because I think we already seen that, but, you know, I like to see the, uh, the middle between Carmen's first case and, you know, Carmen leaving Vile. That's what I want to see. I could be, I, I'm pretty sure they won't give us that because, you know, it's Netflix, but yeah, I love this show watch it in any way you can you know prove to netflix that this show is still worthy to be on it although i'm pretty sure with netflix originals they can't delete them for whatever reason but yeah i love carmen san diego i wish we talked it about it more with alcena but you know things just have to happen and i'm like okay oh yeah another thing i want to point out before i actually end it julia just disappeared no, like, I'm pretty sure because with Acme, she decided to, hey, this isn't working out for me anymore. I would much rather look at history and, you know, and all that than to work for a secret agency that, you know, wants to hunt thieves. And I get, I wouldn't be surprised if that kind of had to burn her out a little bit. But overall, I'm glad that Julia decided to leave Acme. The sole, for the sole reason that I'm like, you know, Julia, you need to make your, your a place in your own right. And your skills are just not doing it. But yeah, that's all I have to say with Carmen Sandiego. Will Netflix ever sponsor me? No, they don't. Or they won't for whatever reason. But yeah, go watch Carmen Sandiego. Sandiego. Yeah. It's a really, really good show. I highly recommend it. It's really good for people who want to learn geography, but they don't want to go to school for it. Yeah. So, let's talk about the MCU. Because, you know, with WandaVision, that's going to air on Disney Plus on January 15th. And we all know for a fact that people care more about the MCU than Carmen San Diego. Um Yeah, let's just talk about WandaVision, MCU. Why am I a dumbhead in all that all that stuff? Uh, for people who don't know what the MCU is, it's a well, it's a the Marvel Cinematic Universe where it's just Marvel's clever and unique idea to put their favorite superheroes on a movie screen and you know they use terms like multiverse and all that which i'm like in universe that sounds cool but let's just face it this was just an excuse to put their favorite superheroes on screen which is not a bad marketing tactic it's really not um but just knowing that fact i'm like yay so, with that said, um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe for me, I, um, got heavily inspired to do research on it back in 2018, and I remember this so vividly, because, you know, 2018, Infinity War was coming out, uh, a lot of my classmates um, were making a big deal about it, and me being the uh, non-cultured kid, um, I do blame my parents for that factor, though, because they would never really, they never really like movies. Half the time, they're falling asleep. 
like no joke i would ask my mom and we would go to a movie theater right um let's say the lion king because that was boring and you know i and somehow my aunt was there too and i find myself watching the movie and i see my family sleeping so you know there's a lot to consider but yeah my family always sleeps during move in the movie theater it's just an excuse for them to take a nap while i'm literally watching the movie with with ease so you know when you take that and plus you know with an asian background of how like they kind of in a way limit your view on life um you know i never really got to see of the MCU movies and frankly I don't want to it's a lot of information crammed in my head and don't get me wrong I um I wouldn't I want to say I'm like a casual fan of the MCU but I'm not hardcore I don't know everything so um you know what that said don't 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 bash out on me for not being a fake fan because you're a fan of something if you like it and I like the MCU. I like the fact, um, you know, like, how, like, I don't want to say accurate, but I guess that's the word to describe it. How, like, how accurate these, the actors were able to portray the characters that were based on comics and all that. How they were able to portray their struggles. And with that, I'm like, Wow. Yeah, I would see Peter Parker doing that. I would see Tony Stark doing that. And all that stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't really get into it um, until Infinity War came out. Because go figure. It was, like, really, really highly anticipated. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to see. I want to see, like, a couple. Like, three weeks later. Because I knew, like, it would just be crowded. I'm like, I'm going to see it for the sake of seeing it. I, I had a bad experience, not going to lie. And it wasn't because of the movie. For one thing, I got the, th- like, okay, so this is going to be a funny story. Um, me and my sister, because my sister just would do whatever um, she can to get out of the house. And that includes seeing a movie that she absolutely doesn't like, aka nap time. So, yeah. Uh, we got our tickets, and the usher—I'm gonna call him that—I'm gonna call him that. They told us the wrong auditorium number. They said ten, and we wanted to—we and we also wanted to see this. It was available in 3D, so that was peachy. So, yeah, we head to the auditorium ten. I wait about for 15 minutes, and I don't say anything. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? And then I look at our ticket, and they were like, oh, it's Auditorium 6. And I'm like, why would they? Okay, I'm pretty sure it was just a big misunderstanding. But they told us the wrong thing, and I'm like, yo, really? Really? And so we had to rush back down, because, you know, they didn't have available seating then. They were just like, oh, you should just grab whatever seat you want. But no, when I saw, I believe, either the Lion King, yeah, the Lion King, they were like, oh, you need to reserve your seats. And I'm like, where did this come from? So, um, yeah, because I would go to a movie theater and always sit in the back because I'm lame. I don't know. I just like the feeling of the wall against my back. Also, because when I sit in the, I remember one time I had a movie experience, I was seeing alice through the looking glass and boy oh boy was that a bad idea to do to sit front row center yeah i mean don't get me wrong the seats were great but i'm like i'm getting a headache because of how close the movie screen it is to my face so yeah so you know based on past experiences i'm like i'm gonna sit in the back because i don't care and i don't want to get a headache from watching a very highly anticipated movie so i did i put on my 3d glasses it was about and this is spoilers even though it's available on disney plus and to an extension i think i'm not i'm pretty sure netflix doesn't have it anymore so go check out on disney plus um i believe is when like oh loki was like killed and like the title screen shows up i'm like okay we didn't really miss too much and i can just look at spoilers later and i'm like i did i put on my 3d glasses five minutes later i get myself a headache from putting on 3d glasses and that hasn't happened before um i don't know 
it, it was just a familiar feeling of getting a headache from 3D glasses. I know that hasn't happened to me before. I think I, I it, 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 either it was Shrek 4D or I was seeing another Disney movie in 3D or maybe it was because of Alice Through the Looking Glass. I don't know. But for some weird reason, I put on 3D glasses. I get a headache. So... To anybody who's, like, willing to go to the movies with me, know that I can't handle 3D glasses. I just can't. Like, I generally cannot. I I put on 3D glasses, my head will hurt when looking at the screen. So, for most of my time seeing Infinity War, I end up seeing it without 3D glasses. 3D goggles, really. 3D glasses. So, everything was all blurry to me. So, that was fun to deal with and yeah surprise to say i had a mediocre i don't want to say mediocre but i did have a slightly bad time watching the movie and i'm aware that famous post credit scene my sister was like i want to leave right now and i'm like okay fine i'll just watch the post credit scene later i did see it cool woohoo captain marvel etc etc but the point is i'm like I had a bad time watching that movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. The movie itself was good, and I can see why people liked it. But since I had to watch it in 3D, and knowing the fact that I get a headache from watching a movie with 3D glasses, I did not have a good time. I just didn't. Um, But yeah, the movie itself was great. I got myself watching past movies from that. Yeah, I mean, I do remember seeing Black Panther in theaters. Yeah, I do remember seeing that because I think, um, I'm like, what the heck was all the hype about? So on and so forth. Uh, wait, was Infinity? No, wait, I'm, I'm like reversing everything. But, 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 but. Yeah, so, you know, I saw Black Panther in theaters. I thought that movie was good. What else? Um, I think that was it. Yeah, that I think those are... I remember just seeing those two movies in theaters. Again, I could be wrong. My brain is kind of hazy right now. But, yeah, and then I didn't see any Marvel movie after that. Because life was in the way. Stress was in the way. Um, my social anxiety took the better half of me, and that made me decide not to watch any movies anymore. And also, sometimes I'm like, I don't feel good. I don't feel like watching a Marvel movie. I mean, I did see Doctor Strange because thank you to Netflix, and I also saw Thor Ragnarok because, again, Netflix. Uh, was that it? I think that was it. And then, you know, I actually liked the story arc between those two, even though I heard that the Thor movies were pretty bad. And all that. Yeah. So, yay, MCU. And because of that, and because of the internet, I'm kind of aware of what's going on. But if you ask me for MCU trivia, I would fail 100%. Um, so, yeah, WandaVision. Um, WandaVision is just a combination of the two names Wanda and Vision, aka Jarvis. In a real form. It's, it was weird. It was really weird, man. It's like Jarvis in a body. Um, to where I'm like, cool. Weird, but cool. I don't know how people like things I really don't. So, it, um, yeah, I'm like, why would they do a, it's a sitcom style, by the way, where it's like a little TV show. And, um, Elizabeth Olsen I think, and Paul Bettany, I think, again, I could be wrong, um, they are reprising their roles, so, that's great, I guess, um, but yeah, as far as WandaVision goes, uh, for me, based on what I've seen the trailer so far, it looks trippy, like, they're going from one TV style to another TV style, and they don't look like the present day, and I'm like, what is going on here, but, you know, I'm gonna find out when I watch it on Disney+, 
and maybe someday I will get someone on and we'll talk about WandaVision and then they'll probably just geek out over the MCU and I can stay quiet. Um, but with that said, I have, I have high hopes for the show. I know it's going to be good because it's Disney and it's Marvel and, you know, it's a sitcom slash TV show sort of setting. So it's not going to be a movie because Marvel is known to make animated cartoons and movies. So, you know, with having them to make a live-action show for the first time, with Division being the first one ever, I'm excited to how things are going to go, but at the same time, I'm scared of how things are going to go, because I don't know how they're going to be able to explain that trippy trailer and all that. But, yeah, as for the characters themselves with the Wanda and Vision... I don't know. Um, I'm not really too familiar with their story as much as I thought I was going to be. So, but I I hope they deserve the ending. I mean, I want to say a happy ending, but that sounds cliche. Um, so, but I, I don't know. I just want, I want them to be happy. I'm not going to lie. Because all, every single relationship that I've seen in the MCU either goes terrible or... You know, something had to happen, and then, you know, the Marvel people had to, like, rewrite everything, and now it just feels weird. Um, With that said, I'm like, I hope that WandaVision will do good. Um, Yeah, that's all I really have to say on that. I mean, I have a very limited knowledge of the MCU, so I don't know why I'm bothered to talk about it. Um, I don't know, I guess content for Wednesday the day you guys are going to be listening to this. Um, if I'm really, really going to be honest here, I feel totally... I don't want to say not motivated, but um, I do feel weird. I, I just feel emotionally drained and tired right now. Uh, funny enough, before this, I had a couple meltdowns to where I was, like, thinking whether or not I should keep doing this or not because I'm like just not feeling it and you know the events that just happened in 2021 I'm like this is either gonna go great or worse for me and don't get me wrong I will happily content um for the sole reason that i just want to talk about stuff for no apparent reason it's just that wandavision for me i have no idea what to expect for that show i hope it's i know for a fact it's gonna do good because again it's marvel so there's that i just hope that they can finally explain that trippy trailer as previously mentioned before but yeah i just feel drained and tired and Sometimes I'm in the mood to record an episode, and now my mental brain is like, oh, don't you have to do two more for your other podcasts that you decide to do, which are links down below, by the way. So, you know, there's that. Um, I'm pretty sure that I am, like, not feeling it. Yeah, I just, I just happen to not feel it today. Or, ever, or when I'm recording this, I don't know. I hope that I'm doing better. I really, really hope so. But, you know, I've been feeling kind of sick lately on updates on that. I do sound tired. Um, Even when my friends see me or not, they'll be like, wow, you look dead. Or, you know, you look like you're high or something like that. And I don't condone smoking or vaping or all that it's not really worth it it actually makes your body worse and i'm already killing my body with fast food and sweets and diabetes well i don't have diabetes thank goodness but you know i'm killing my body with sweets and fat and the the fact that i don't exercise yeah which i don't know how marvel actors do it on a daily basis i just i question it because they always look so good on screen. And I know for a fact they do a ton of workouts. And I get that. But I'm like who has the willpower to do that? Like I can't keep up being a decent um, human being. So. You know with that being said. I. Um, I really want this year to go well. 
and hopefully with WandaVision and Carmen San Diego, it will go better for me. But as of now, things have just been downhill everywhere on the podcasts for me in general. Um, my relationships with other people, um, my stress level, my stress and anxiety, um, my mental well-being. I just feel drained. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I feel like I would, I, I just want to sleep. Like I would, I would rather do nothing but sleep. Um, which again is just my opinion. By the way, um, let's do a Marvel. Would you rather? I'm pretty sure there's some stuff up there on the internet. So, with that being said, let's do a Marvel. Would you rather? To end off this episode because I got nothing else better to do. And if you can hear my keyboard, yay. Um, the hardest game of Would You Rather. Sure, why not? Why the heck not, Quizly? Why the heck not? And, um, the computer is not working. LOL. Let's play. Would you rather have superpowers or would you rather have a lot of money, therefore be able to buy a lot of super weapons and gadgets? Uh, superpowers. Because why not? Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, I would rather be like Doctor Strange than Tony Stark because Tony Stark loves flexing on his money and I'm like, I don't want to flex on my money. I feel weird. I just feel weird. Which planet would I rather live on? Asgard, Earth, Vodmir, Titan, or Xandar? Uh, I'm trying to think of Xandar. I know for a fact it's a galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy location. Um, home sweet home Earth. Because it's the only place I'm familiar with. And frankly, I don't want to go to either of them. So I rather I would rather pick Earth. Earth feels nice, even with everything that's happening going on right now. But that's fine. Would you rather travel back in time to stop Thanos' snap, or travel back in time to hook up with an old romantic partner? Travel back in time to stop Thanos' snap because I I seriously cannot relate to Captain America in that aspect because I don't try time travel and all that. So, and also, I don't have anybody that I'm in love with because I'm still single. Woo. Um, but yeah, I would rather travel back in time to stop Daniel's snap. Because I'm like, that's the most realistic thing I could do. And, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, would you rather call Captain Marvel, Captain America, or Spider-Man to ba- for backup? I honestly realistically i mean based on power set maybe captain marvel but like i know for the fact that captain marvel is like a literally embodiment of a mary of a mary sue in my opinion i don't know like everything just has to happen to her and then she's all almighty and i don't see any flaws in her and i find that stupid um honestly spider-man because like pretty sure when it comes to my backup i feel like it's gonna be like unnecessary so it's not like world threatening but yeah i would rather call for spider-man because captain marvel makes me feel like it makes me feel disgusted for some weird reason and i guess not in a way to shame brie larson but i just wanna okay i need to speed it up um would you rather not would you rather sign or not sign the Sokovia Accords with regulated superheroes? Neither of those, because I have no idea what they are. I mean, I do know, but I don't think I can I can explain it. Uh, none of these, because I don't want DC to be involved in Marvel at all whatsoever. Thor's hammer, Iron Man suit, or Captain Shield, Iron Man suit. Um, Bruce Banner or the Hulk both i like their personalities 
Okay. Um, who would you rather go out on a drink with? None of them because I'm underage. <laughs> That's it. Uh, which Guardians of the Galaxy member would you rather spend time with? Rocket, Star Lord, or Groot? Gamar or Yondu? Groot. Groot is Groot. I am Groot. Who would you rather have an in-depth discussions about time travel with? Groot, Doctor Strange, or the Ancient One? Doctor Strange, because I know he won't lie to you, and like Groot, I can't understand him, and the Ancient One, he, she did, they did lie. So, Doctor Strange. Who would you rather sacrifice to obtain the Soul Stone from Vormir? Or who would you rather, rather someone else sacrifice himself instead? Uh, neither. Apparently, Endgame was just that sad. If you were at an awkward family dinner with Thanos and his daughter Nebula and Gamora, who would you rather talk with? Gamora? Because she sounds stable. And, like, Nebula is just, like, soldier. And then Thanos is Thanos. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to deal with him. Would you rather be an empath, a living planet, or a space pirate? Empath. Because that sounds cool. Okay, one more question. Another one. Would you rather exist in a universe where Thanos is snapped, happened, but was undone, or one that never happened at all? Uh. Okay, exist in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. universe. Thanos snapped, didn't happen at all. Exist in the movie universe where Thanos snapped, happened. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay whatever um so yeah that was it for would you rather if it was short i'm sorry but that's just how my understanding of mcu very short and very minimal um if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe to the podcasts or follow it that is an option and please give out a like review whatever you are listening to i'm pretty sure there's like a review setting somewhere um if you want to follow me on social media you can do so on instagram at the underscore lone underscore nerd underscore 26 on instagram you can follow me on twitter at lone wolf nerd on twitter updates on the live podcast all that fun stuff um if you have any questions comments concerns for me about the podcast and my hosting abilities or ajc my email will be down below at wolf 90 at gmail.com uh, what else oh yeah if you have any what am i saying um if you want to listen to more me and listen to more of my rants you can do so on the lone wolf dormitory podcast the podcast where i talk about disney twisted wonderland disney anime and all that fun stuff or if you want more really more centered content check out everything Yu-Gi-Oh, where i talk about the Yu-Gi-Oh anime franchise and my rants about konami because I have issues with Konami. Anyway, with that being said, I will howl at you guys later and please stay safe.